Hello, race fans, and welcome to the first episode of Racing with Ryan. I am your host, Ryan Stevens, and uh, some of you may know me as a huge race fan, and some of you may know me as the announcer at New Smyrna Speedway. The voice. And uh, decided to, oh, the, yes, that's right, the, the voice, voice of New Smyrna Speedway. Uh, and we decided that uh, we're going to do a little podcast here every week or so. And talk about racing. Uh, we're going to be talking everything from short track racing to, um, I don't know, NASCAR maybe. Uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit little bit of everything here on this show. Uh, we are stationed in Florida, so we're going to have a lot of Florida short track racing things to talk about. And we like to sit around on Sundays and, and watch NASCAR when we can. So um, we're always talking racing, so we decided to record a little bit and get our thoughts out there. Uh, why am I saying we're? That's because I have uh, my co-host with me. Um, some of you might know her as Kim Jr. Some of you Ouch. may know little her Kim. as Margot Sterling, but I know her as the super spotter. How are you doing, Margot? I'm good. Other people also know me as the guy with the microphone's girlfriend. Oh, yes, that that too. But, you know, I was you know giving you the benefit there. I prefer Margot or super spotter. That's right. I mean, you did good the other day. You didn't wreck your driver, so. I don't ever wreck my drivers. They, if they run into other people on their own, that is their fault. I am usually clearing them late. There you go. Just kidding. That's a joke between me and my team. So on this episode, it is the, uh, the 7th of January here. We have the first late model race of the season in the books already from New Smyrna Speedway. We're going to be talking about the Red Eye 50-50. Uh, that was a 50-lap pro late model race and a 50-lap super late model race, um, both of which were pretty good. Uh, we're going to talk about um, the races themselves, talk about the good, the bad, and everything in between. So There really um, wasn't any ugly. So. No, that, that's a good thing. Uh, the only ugly was really the weather. Uh, well, and I guess there was one wreck during super late qualifying. Yeah, there was a pretty nasty wreck during qualifying, which you always hate to see because there was a lot of issues in practice uh, between all the divisions. Uh, we lost quite a few cars before we even got to race, and then a big qualifying crash by Billy Mowry in uh, in the super qualifying kind of shortened the field a little bit. And then Daniel Keene just decided to go home because he wasn't comfortable with his car. So Yeah, he was having issues. It's a brand new car. I kind of get it because I've talked to Daniel at other tracks. Like when we went down to Auburndale uh-huh. at the beginning of December, I was like, dude, why don't you ever come to New Smyrna anymore? Because he used to be one of like the big hitters at New Smyrna when I was growing up before your time there. Yeah. And he's like, you know, man, like I just don't have luck there anymore. Which, so. you know, it's it's kind of too bad because I always like seeing Daniel there. I always think of him as, like you said, uh, one of the top dogs. So I kind of, you know, I, I get it. He got a new car and wasn't feeling it and didn't want to risk it. And hopefully that means we'll just see him more often down the road, you know? Yeah, I hope so. And like you said, Billy Mowry wrecked during qualifying. Unfortunately, I was helping my driver unload his car, so I didn't see it. And I guess that's when I told him that he could go ahead and like get staged for practice because yeah. I thought qualifying was over. <laughs> it wasn't. Nope. We, were we just had to sit started. around for another like 20 minutes, but whatever. We had time to check air pressures and stuff, so it was good. And of course, uh, you know, you're spotting for Brad Blanton. So you were quite busy during some of the uh, the racing action. But Yeah, I missed the pro late race. Well, I missed a little bit of the pro late race. Um, saw the sportsman race. Definitely saw the, the super late race, which was freaking Daniel die. I know. He, I, did, he did so well. I was so proud. You know, let's go ahead and start with the pro late race. Um, only had 11 cars start, which eh, we had 14 the year before. So 
a little bit down, but not horribly down. We did have a couple people that were planning to be there that didn't show up. Tony Newsom and Phil Bissett, uh did not show for the event, but um, the 11 cars that were there were pretty good. Um, it looked like it was going to be a dominating day for Jamie Skinner. Uh, he qualified fastest, started eighth, cut through the field like a, a hot knife through butter, and uh, looked like he was going to run away with it. But uh, oh, was that the pro late race that he like? It looked like his brakes were catching fire, and then he ended up pulling in. Or was that the super yeah? Late race? They they called the caution. There, it looked like I thought the race was going to go caution free because it kind of got single file, got strung out. Jamie Skinner was dominating, and they they called the caution. And uh, Ralph was the new race director at New Smyrna Speedway, so I turned around to Ralph. And I'm like, what's going on? He's like, there's someone saying someone's leaking. And then he's like, we're calling the five car down. And they pulled Jamie Skinner down pit road and found it to be leaking under the hood. I guess he blew a gasket. Did I take it back? I guess I did see a lot of the pro late race and like, it was such a long day that I just, yeah, it all blends together. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Cause I remember cheering for Chuck Tuck just because I love the way his car nice looks. Car. I was and glad Chuck came down for this. I saw, I think it was Jet and Jamie were battling. And then, like, I thought for sure that Jamie was running away with it. And then from where I was sitting in turn four with my friend, it looked like something, It something definitely caught fire. It looked like brakes. And then two laps later, Jamie pulls in pit road, and yeah. then he's done for the night. So, and it, and yeah. It was, it was too bad, because it would have been a cool story to see Jamie win that after Mike Skinner won the uh, Red Eye 50 Pro Late Race the year before. Yeah, they're pretty much, like, at New Smyrna, that car is undefeated until now. So, uh, it's lost a couple of times, but, but it's, in like it's, the big races that Mike races, yeah, it's undefeated yeah. with Mike Skinner behind the wheel. It, it really doesn't matter who they put behind the wheel. That car usually ends up doing well. So I knew the five was the car to beat, and uh, luckily for Jet Nolan, uh, Skinner pulled off the track. And Unfortunately didn't for finish, Skinner, and Jet Nolan um, ended up getting his first win at New Smyrna Speedway after some good runs, but he's never really broken through. So. It was nice to see a first-time winner in this big race. I'm excited to see what his career has in, hold, in store for him. Yeah. He's such a good driver, and he's so down-to-earth to talk to. He really is. and He's so. kind of shy. Uh, he's come a long way. He's we very soft-spoken, and those are my favorites, because once you get to know them, like the more they get in victory lane or they get behind yeah. the mic, they're, they just open up they, more. They start to feel more comfortable. And I could tell that Jed has come a long way, because I remember having him on uh, one of the shows we do at the racetrack a couple of years ago, and... We were asking him questions and trying to pick his brain, and he was giving two to three word answers. And it was just like we were trying to get him comfortable. And we, you know, we were told by his team, you know, hey, he's you know he's young, he's not used to talking. We're trying to break him out of that. And from coming to that, where you'd be like, "So how's your car? Oh, it's good. Uh, what do you think about today? Oh, we have a good shot. You know, that kind of to kind of talk to him in Victor Lane after the win when he was happy, and he's he's come a long way and. As a driver, he's come a long way as well, and it was nice to see him not only run well um, and, and win the pro late race, but actually go out there and be a contender in the super race, too. Yeah, and seeing how far he's come like with his interviews, I mean, crap, I'm 12 years older than, than that kid, and I still hate being in front of a microphone. Yeah. Here we are, Yeah, and I'm getting choked up on what I'm trying to say, but I mean, this kid is 15 years old. Right, running cars we, at New Smyrna against a good field of cars. Let's see. In 1998, Jet Nolan wasn't even alive, and we were on the 32nd running of the World Series of Asphalt. Right. Like Put this, it in perspective. Yeah. This kid is out here whooping butt in late models. 
maybe not winning every race, but he's still doing something that I could never do. That's why I'm on top of the flag or on top of the tower and the and spotter that's why stand. I talk. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this kid is out here contending with Brad May and David Rogers and all these people, all these big name Florida race car drivers. And then he's coming out and he's getting to speak in victory lane. Like, yeah. Um, and I'm a sucker for a first time winner and uh, to see Jet win it. But once Jamie went out, it was wide open for a couple of people to get their first wins. Yeah. Hayden Sprague was in the mix and he felt kind of dejected. He felt like he gave the race away. I don't, I don't think that that's, he was too hard on himself to be honest with you. I think, uh, after Jamie went out, Jed had the best car and would probably won the race anyway. So uh, Hayden Sprague was right up there contending. Colin Allman finally had a good run in the 67, yes. which was nice. And that looked like a brand new car that he was yeah, in. Yeah, I like that car. I like the plain white with the yeah, red. It, and I'm it like, popped. It I good. wouldn't have known it was Colin if it wasn't for like the race car engineering on right. the side because that's how I know CFE his cars. Yeah. yeah, that's how I know his cars. But yeah, no, I think Hayden might have just been upset because those RCS guys do put one hell of a race car together. Yeah, and... and you know, if you're with that team, there's some pressure on you. Yeah. It's, I mean, Mike, Mike Skinner, Skinner, just a yeah. little bit of pressure. Yeah. So. And I think he put a little bit of that on himself, a little, little too much. And uh, he's new. You know, he's a young kid himself. So, yeah. I mean. Uh, it's kind of nice to see this new blood. Because I know late model racing, racing in general these days gets a lot of hate for, you know, these Ride buying kids, no talent. but Quote, unquote, daddy's money, right. steering wheel holders, which I think. Our guys this weekend proved that they are not daddy's money steering wheel holders. No, they I'm showed sorry. up and ran well. They did. They really did. And, I, you know, the pro late race, it didn't, if you like carnage, there was none of that. It was, you know, Chuck Tuck led early. Jamie Skinner got out front. Then mechanical problems turned the race on its head. And Jet Nolan ends up getting his first win. I thought it was a, a I thought it was a cool race. If there was an award for best appearing pro light, it would have been Chuck Tucks. God, that car yeah. is so nice. And that's an old car too. He's, I know. He's had that thing out here for years. That car is so pretty. Yeah. And he'll be back for speed weeks, I believe. So, uh, normally we only see him for speed weeks. So I was actually surprised to see him on the entry list. Yeah. And, I remember uh, when he pre-entered, you're like, Chuck Tuck. I'm like, I know. I'm like, that's usually during speed weeks. I was like, I'm seriously? Like, Did he click the wrong link? But no, he was there and, I think it was good that he came because I think he's got, you know, he's got some notes now to work on. Because I, I feel like he's always behind the eight ball a little bit during speed weeks. And maybe this will get him, uh, get him, I don't know, I don't know that he'll contend, but. Uh, hey, 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 best hopes. Yeah, well, no, I, I mean this and all. He's got a little bit of an advantage on the other guys. Right. He ran he's the new tires. now and, and can work on that versus just having to start from scratch when it gets here in February. Yeah. So. Yeah, so the pro late race was actually really good. I good. actually now that I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, I did watch that race. It all jumbles together when oh, yeah. you're well, eight races been there all for the last two days. And when it you're does the all. sixth that's race why, in the lineup, that's why we're doing this show on Tuesday and not right after the race because I'm telling you, I wake up Sunday and I'm in no way to think clearly about racing and what went on and uh, you know, here we are on a Tuesday talking about something that happened on Saturday, but. It's yeah. all good. It's all still jumbled together for me because, like I said, sixth race out of eight, it's a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was so, there for two days. The You know, the new Red Eye 50-50 format puts the Pro Late models and the Super Late models both on the same pedestal. Uh, for the longest time, it was a Red Eye 100, 100 laps for the Super Lates. Uh, one year, they had the Zach Donati 50 lapper. And then one time they had the Zach Donati 125, which was probably the craziest super late model race or pro late model race I've ever seen. But now we've got this red eye 50, 50 format. So, you know, you kind of have both divisions sharing the spotlight. So not only did we have that pro late race, which was entertaining, but we had the super late model race, which 
I thought it was a really darn good race. I Way only saw the backstretch of it. So, <laughs> well, from my perspective, um, we had 14 cars actually start uh, at the beginning of the day. There was 16. Uh, after pre-registr- uh, pre-registrations, there was like 17 or 18, and some didn't show up. Story of my life. I get these people to pre-register, and then they don't show. Uh, but we had that same amount of cars start Governor's Cup. And I'll be honest with you, this year's Governor's Cup, it was not the best race. Uh, there were some moments, like when Jeff Chimkins, a uh, Jeff Chiquette spun out <laughs> in front of everybody. Inside joke. Uh, when Jeff Chiquette spun out in front of everybody, and, and Jesse Dutilly battling late, and Jeff Chiquette coming up at the end. But the Governor's Cup was not the most memorable race, and I think this year's Red Eye 50 um, eclipsed that race for sure. And the A-car invert helped because Sergi qualified fastest, started eighth, didn't really do anything all race until the very end. Shh, don't talk about it. But um, it was all Brad, all eyes were on Brad May watching him start seventh to nope. get up there. My eyes were on Daniel Dye and Derek Griffith. Well, I'm sorry. I love me. I love some Brad, quote unquote, not Chase Elliott May. Yeah. yeah. But a da- watching Daniel Dye and not even just at the end. Like, I'm talking halfway through the race. My eyes were locked on that pretty little 43. Yeah. And Derek Griffith, because, oh, my God. They put on a, a good battle. And and I, I, I heard interviews today uh, with, you know, little snippets from what Daniel Dye had to say about it and what Derek Griffith, you know, Derek Griffith was like, yeah, we raced hard. He got into me and he got into me pretty good. But, hey, we both kept our cars straight and it was good hard racing. Yeah, and- they were trading paint, beating and banging. Well, not really beating and banging, but they were definitely they, racing they hard. Some paint, but they didn't paint. wreck each other. I was super impressed with yeah. Daniel Dye. You know, and, I mean, I'm always impressed with Derek Griffith, so... Yeah, and, and he you know, won the Orange Blossom 100 during Speed Weeks a year ago, so we know he's a contender. We didn't know what to expect from Daniel Dye. His first super late model start definitely went better than his first couple of pro late starts. I mean, shit, the... It's okay. Can I say that? Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> the kid went out there in his first super late model start, qualified like fourth, and finished third? Yeah, I'd be it, dancing on the roof of my car. Yeah, and he has every right to be happy. And, and I think it's what he needed. He needed a good run, a nice boost. Uh, if, you know, if he's going to jump up into the super uh, ranks, there's some good competition, especially... I mean, last year he came out, first pro late model race. He was... I think he finished mid-pack. And then he came out during speed weeks, didn't qualify well, had some troubles during the races, won the pro late model championship at New Smyrna Speedway, which is awesome, but... I think what helped Daniel, and he has become so humble in uh-huh. his accomplishments, excuse me, I think what helped Daniel with his super late model performance on Saturday was going to Pensacola and the other tracks with the pro late and doing, he was doing good. Yeah, and he's, he's got that seat time now. Yeah, he's got the seat time. He's got the confidence. If you can run at Pensacola, you can run anywhere. If you can win at New Smyrna Speedway, you can win anywhere. And he's Very won true. at New Smyrna, and he finished third in his first super late model appearance. I am so proud of him. And, you know, it helped to uh, have a good run when the sponsors are in the house. Yeah. The, uh, the Halifax health people were in the, the booth. and He man, had a lot of pressure on him. Like, got, even just being Randy Dye's kid is enough pressure, but he walked... He, Freaking went out there and whooped butt and finished third. And I, I'm so I gotta proud. tell you, I'm not gonna give his name out and not gonna give his position, but uh, one of the representatives from Halifax Health gave out the uh, command to start engines. Oh boy! And he waved. He got to wave the green flag. 
He was having a lot of fun before the race started. It was something else trying to get him to understand what we were trying to do. Oh, it I'm was, sure uh, he was having a lot of fun watching Daniel finish third and race his way to third. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm kind of fangirling over Daniel Dye. Excuse me. He did really good. He, he really did. And I'm proud of him. He is a pain in my butt. I would love to smack him in the head half the time. Some, some, I love some you, of the Daniel. Things he posts online. It's like, hey. What are you doing, kid? <laughs> You're talking to the girl who has deleted and blocked him off Facebook three times and then re-added him? Yeah. I love Daniel. He has become so humble. He has earned it. That third place finish, I was not screaming, but I was cheering for really oh, it, it was the race. That battle for third was the race. Derek and, and Daniel trading paint. Bumping. And I was sitting there. I'm like, ah, Derek. Ah, Daniel. Ah, I don't know who to cheer for. I Either like, way, I'm going to be wreck. happy. We need you for speed weeks. <laughs> yeah, don't pretty wreck. Much. Don't wreck. Uh, well, all this is going on. You got Brad May who... Uh, once you got out in front... You mean Chase Elliott? I mean, not Chase yeah, Elliott? Yeah, not Chase Elliott. Uh, you know, Brad May got out in front, actually lost the lead on the, the race's first restart to Jet Nolan. Yeah. He was trying to go two for two, and then Brad May, obviously had the better car, took the lead back. There was a late race restart with eight to go, and Brad had a much better restart, and that was pretty much all she wrote. The battle was on for third there. And I'm sorry if I'm in a late model and I have to follow somebody around New Smyrna Speedway, and it's not David Rogers, it's going to be Brad May. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, that even man. before Brad May got hooked up with uh, with Bobby Sears number nine, he was running his own stuff, and he was he was really good back in the limited late model days, from what I understand. That I was, was going to say you weren't there for those days. That time, was ninety seven, ninety eight, ninety nine. You know, I've been kind of doing some research for the World Series, and you know, the limiteds turned into the pro lates, uh, more or less. Well, limiteds. Uh, turned into crate late models which is now the pro lates and it's just blah, blah, blah. Right. they're all right. late models it's a transformation uh but brad was really good in his own stuff in the limited days and now you know whether it's the pro late that he's running for bobby or the super late he is a contender and um, now that they've really turned their focus to this this fury late model car i i honestly think um now comes speed weeks there's going to be a ton of competition there's always any given night, five to six guys who can win. Yep. And you're going to have five or six of those guys battling for the championship. A lot of luck goes into that championship. Brad May was good last year, but had that bad luck towards the end of the year. But uh, not all the entries are in yet. We're a month away from Speed Weeks, but right now, Brad May is my favorite for Speed Weeks. See, and my favorite for Speed Weeks, no offense, Brad, you know I love you, uh, is not on your pre-registration, but I know he's coming. And that is Mr. Vermont. Well, is he running pros or supers, though? What's he doing this year? That's I could have sworn he told me super when he was down here. I know here. they have both, but normally during speed weeks, at least the last few years, they've concentrated I on the pro. I think when he said, if I remember correctly, when he was down here for the heart-to-heart, -heart, he told me that he was bringing that car back down. Okay. So well, that means super. I, I would love to see that. I love seeing Todd Stone down here for speed weeks. Former either way, Florida Mod champion, by the either way. Either way, Todd Stone, Wayne Graham, if you listen, bring your late models down here. We need I him. Just, I just really love Todd Stone. Yeah, okay. he's, he's a great I, guy. Actually, that is the one driver I have actually like fangirled over in person. So, yeah. You know, I, I'm a big, uh, I, those who know me know I grew up in Vermont and I actually watched Todd Stone race in Vermont when I was younger when I go to races with my dad. Now he comes down from Vermont to run a handful of races, especially speed weeks. And we talked to him during Heart to Heart last October and he's like, next time y'all are in Vermont, let me know. We'll go to races together. So okay. just a super cool guy, you know? And I remember when we were in Vermont and we drove past G-Stone. I'm like, G-Stone Mo Motors? Is that Todd Stone G-Stone? There's a like, huge yes. breast cancer thing. Is that? And you said yes. And then I started fangirling yep. and like cried yep. because it was like 2 a.m. And we couldn't just stop and take a picture because it was so dark. Yeah. And but now, yeah. you know. 
And then you force me to get a picture with Todd Stone and I'm wearing my Brad Blanton shirt looking like complete <laughs> doo-doo because I was like on race team mode that right. day. Hey, this yeah. racing thing, it's not a glamorous thing. We don't do it for the glamour, but... You uh, might not. That's why I'm on the spotter stand and not in the seat. That's right. That and I can't... Except for the powder puff race where you Look, I can't figure out how to go over eight miles an hour. Hey, at least, you know, at least you're in the car. I... I had an opportunity to uh, drive Frank's car, and I'm like, dude, I can't even push your clutch all the way in. You're too big. I was I in the car up. just barely. Yeah. Yeah. It took tons of coaxing to get me in that car. I know. So, we had yeah. to, like, come up with this whole plan behind your back to make it super special for you. But. And even after that, before the race, I'm like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Jeff, can you just get in the car, and we'll call you Justine? Je- Jeffina. Jeffina. Like, Jeffina can somebody giraffe? else drive the car? I don't want to. Anyways, now that we tangent, back to uh, back to Red A. Red A. The Red Eye. Um, so, again, the second year, the Red Eye 50-50 format. Both the pros and the supers were a little bit down this year. And he, I think I know why. And this may be a little controversial, and I'm not afraid to say it. I'm not bashing. I'm just saying. Last year, with the cha- for, for the longest time, it's been a 100-lap race, standard 100-lap payout. Last year... It was changed to the 50-50 format, both divisions going 50 laps. Now, I was uh, always under the impression that it was going to be 50-lap payout, but I don't think everybody else was under the impression that it was going to be a 50-lap payout. I don't. I, I thought the payout was posted, but I guess it wasn't. So a lot of people came down expecting payout to be better than it was. But now that this was the second year, everybody kind of knew what the payout was going to be. It's standard 50-lap payout, which, in my opinion, I think with the, for the red-eye... The payout should be, uh, uh, there should be a special payout for it. Now, it shouldn't be the same payout as a 100 lapper, but maybe a little bit more on the pay scale for this race would help because I think people knew from the last year that it wasn't the same, so they didn't come this time. We didn't get a whole lot of people from up north. I'm going to go ahead and disagree with you. Okay. It's a 50 lap race. It's advertised 50 lap race, 50 lap payout. Right. Good job. You did it. You showed up, so you deserve more pay. Well... I just think that given that it is a special event to get some more of the prestige behind it and to attract, like we're not going to get the people from up North for 50 laps that we got for a hundred laps. You're so not going to get the people up North from, for 50 laps that you did for a hundred laps because but one, we always used to draw at least 20 cars for red eye. Okay. And then half of them were torn up before speed weeks got here. See pros and cons to everything. You're not this, wrong there. The red eye is not as prestigious as the orange blossom or the Clyde Hart or the Governor's Cup. No. See, but I think it should have a little Can more it prestige be? to it. It yes. should. But if it is a 50 lap race, you're getting 50 lap pay. I'm sorry. You want more? Get more cars. Yeah. I mean. Or you want more cars up to pay? Make it a 75 where, lap race. Where I don't does know. the fault lie? Is it the driver's fault that they didn't show up or is it the payout? You know what I mean? No, I'm sorry. If a race is advertised 15,000 a win, which the red eye is not because it's a 50 lapper. If a race is advertised, you get this much to win. When that driver, I don't care if there's three cars or 33 cars. When the first guy to cross the checkered flag crosses, he should get 10,000, 15,000, whatever the advertised pay is. If it is advertised a 50 lap race, 50 lap payout is what? $1,000, $1,200? Uh, it's Yeah, 1,200 to win. Then you get $1,200. Congratulations. You won. I think because a uh, hundred. See what doesn't make sense to me, and hear me out on this. Uh, hundred or hundred lap pay is three thousand. So the fifty lap payout was twelve hundred to win. 
shouldn't it at least be 15? You know what I mean? I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, and, it should and, definitely be half. You're correct in that. Now, the track's reasoning for going 50-50 was more of a action standpoint, not so much of a, well, we don't want to pay people. It, it was more of a, Rusty's a big proponent of having all the action in your face, 50 laps, whereas sometimes the red eye could be a little strung out for 50, 60 laps. This race did not get boring. So there's that. But I think that, especially with it being red eye, now the regular 50 lappers that we're going to have all season long, 1,200 to win. It's a regular show. But man, if you made this uh, even 1,800 to win, and then just a little bit more through the field, I mean, 10th place for a super late model race, 10th place on back was getting... 150 bucks. That's so, cool. You know what first place for a mod mini winner gets? 250. 250 bucks. Yeah. It, look, the the pay is not the pay is not kept up with the times. You want money, but bring why, sponsors. You want money, bring cars. Right. But then you again, want cars, why bring money. has racing gotten so expensive if the pay hasn't gone up? You know what I mean? Why is gas so expensive if it hasn't changed? That's very true as well. Everything has gone up but the payout. But it takes... And, I and have literally seen every aspect of this sport. My mom managed the racetrack. I saw all the stuff she went through. I'm part of a team. I have owned a car. I mean, you're preaching to the freaking choir oh, here. Yeah. You, want, look, you just, want money, bring cars. You want I'm cars, bring money. I'm not saying anything has to change or should change or needs to change. I'm just looking at some of the things and kind of putting two and two together and just, just saying it. I, I mean, listen... 14 cars, 24 cars. It don't matter. The race, this year's red eye was more entertaining than last year's and there was more cars. I'd I'm rather, not saying that just because there was less cars, it wasn't good. I'd rather uh, watch 50 laps of super late models and then 50 laps of pro late models than watch 100 laps of super late models. That's just me and my well, opinion. Yeah, and, and I like the two race format and I like having two winners and, and you know, kind of co-head. I like the format. I just, I saw the correlation, the drop off in both classes and I kind of wondered if this being the second year of this format that that's why. So that's why I put that out there. But if I feel there was, like, if there were more sponsors wanting to put up more money, then we'd get more cars. Oh yeah, that's what it is. It, yeah. And, and new smart is definitely open to sponsorships. We well, got LKQ to sponsor the super stocks this year. So mm-hmm. there's something helps a little it's, bit. If, if you want more money, bring cars. If we get those cars, then we have to get sponsorship. And I say, we meaning like in my hypothetical world yeah. where I own and, a racetrack. You know, kudos. I don't even work for a racetrack. I know, you know, there's a lot of people that are going to, you know, say this and that about New Smyrna, but in all honesty, the place has been open for 54 years and that's, you know, thanks to the Hart family. And, um, you, you can look at some of the other tracks. How many have gone by the wayside in the last couple of years? A lot. Look, New Smyrna's not doing that. Look at Thompson Speedway. Look at what they did. Yeah. So at least it's not that route yet. Oh, so wait, let's that's be... the one that said if they're going to have six races this year instead of eight, and yeah, if they and don't if they get don't, enough recognition, then they're going to cut the entire season. It. Like, that's just... Now, you know, there can be blame laid on both sides and why racing isn't the way it used to be, blah, blah, blah. Racing but, isn't the way it used to be because people like to get online and run their mouths about things they don't freaking know anything about. Sorry, true. there's my statement. Mic drop, I'm done. Boom. So, with I'm, that said... Also, I don't go to the racetrack for super late models or pro late models. I go for the lower divisions. Hey, I go to be entertained for two, three hours, and I was this well, Saturday night. That and I go to watch cars go in circles, because yeah, that's what I love. I enjoyed every damn minute of it. So, don't, don't let's not lose sight of what we're talking about here. But, big congratulations to Brad May. First red-eye win, and I think now's a good time to uh, hear from Mr. Brad May. We did have an interview with him earlier on, so we're going to go ahead and hear from our Red Eye 
50 super late model winner, Mr. Brad May. All right, so we are live here with Brad May, the winner of the Red Eye 50 this past Saturday. Brad, how did it feel to uh, finally get a victory in the Red Eye? It felt great. You know, it's uh, the first one we've had. We usually get a, a little slower start, and it takes getting into the regular season before we get a win. And uh, last year we were able to get a Speed Weeks win in February, but um, it's nice to start off the year, the first race of the year, with a win kind of gives you a little boost and confidence getting into speed weeks absolutely and you know it, it was really fun watching you charge from the middle of the pack because it wasn't like you got the invert and you started up front and just ran away with it you uh you know you, you qualified second invert was eight you had to come through the middle of the pack and I, I know there wasn't a ton of cars out there but there were some really good cars out there so how was it uh how was it that you were able to come through the field like that you know, if, if you had asked me earlier in the day, I, I didn't think we were as good as what we ended up being. But, um, you know, qualified second, I felt real happy with that. I felt, you know, the car was pretty good qualifying. I, I really was expecting, in my mind, I thought, you know, we'd probably have to run quite a while before, you know, some cars started to wear down. And, you know, maybe I could just take advantage of it in a longer run, you know, be able to work it later in the race. But right off the bat, the car just seemed really, really good. And, you know, when you have the opportunity to drive through the field, if the car is good enough, you take advantage of it while you can. And, you know, I'm my favorite spot to be is out in the lead. So if I can get up there, I'll try to get up there and lead and then uh, take care of it once I get out there. Well, you definitely know how to lead at New Smyrna. Um, so I, I got to ask you, with the change from the red-eye format from the traditional 100 to the 50, what do you think of that change? Do you like the shorter distance or, or do you wish it was still 100? I still wish it was 100. I I mean, everything went good Saturday, and I'm, I'm glad it was exactly the way it was this race. But I always feel like the 100-lap races might draw a little bit extra cars. And, you know, I, I really like the long races. I feel like um, a lot of times strategy is a little different and kind of lets everybody wear their stuff out. And, you know, it seems like the better cars, better handling cars kind of seem to rise towards the top at the very end. But, um, you know, either way is fun for me. I, I enjoy either way. It, it seems like you just kind of like being out there, especially in the uh, the Bobby Sears ride that you have. And, you know, we, we always kind of know you're going to be there. So, um, you know, it, it just seems like no matter what the format is, you guys are going to be out there. But it, it's interesting to hear, you know, your side of the, the change. I know we're in our second year of the 50 lapper, and maybe it's a bit more exciting because everything's condensed and you have to go for it right away. But it, it's interesting to hear you like the, uh, the long distance and, and the strategy that goes into it because – you, you kind of you, you don't really have the strategy in the 50 lapper because you have to get up front and get up front fast. Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, a 50 lap race is, uh, you know, 35 and 50 lap races are kind of a sprint. I mean, you you really don't, to me, have time to wear the car out. I mean, even at the end of 50 laps, we were almost as quick as what we were in the beginning of the race the other night. So, um, you know, it's not really. Uh, I mean, the car was handling really good. I guess. You know, a lot of people did fall off a little bit more, but um, 50 laps isn't long enough to really wear it out. So, right to me, it's kind of fun when the cars fall off and everybody's flipping and sliding, and you kind of really get to uh, get to drive them a little more. It's not just the car, the tires that are still good and all that. You know, it's a little more fun. So, it, it sounds to me like uh, you like these longer races because that's when the real drivers come out. I feel like that. It definitely does. Uh, it does make a difference. You know, a short race on new tires, there's a lot of fast cars that can run fast for 20 or 30 laps, but 
you know, if you were to get them 70 or 80 laps on a run, that they would just fall off and, you know, they wouldn't be a top contender as much. But, you know, the, the shorter races, sometimes just the really fast cars can run fast for a short amount of time. And I don't know, that, that's kind of why I like the long races. Well, no, that, that makes sense to me. And, and I, I think they're fun too, because I like seeing that strategy and you get more comers and goers because, uh, you know, in a hundred lapper, you might get somebody who leads the first 20, 30 laps and they fall back. Somebody else comes through and then, you know, the, the ones that really save their stuff shine at the end. And it's always interesting to see how it plays out. But then, Hey, sometimes like governor's cup this year, you get somebody that comes out and leads all 200 laps. I guess it just all depends yeah. on the night and who hits the right setup. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's talk uh, real quick. Let's talk a little bit about speed weeks and, and I hate to bring it up, but it, it's a storyline because last year, you know, you guys were really good. You really hit on something. You got your first super late model win. Looked like you might be primed for a championship. Then you had some uh, some mechanical issues with the same car you actually won with this weekend, and that kind of took you out of it. Does this uh, does this win give you hope that maybe you can find that same kind of luck uh, this year, at least that you had the beginning of the season at the beginning of speed weeks? You know, it, I feel like the car is definitely good enough to go win some races. Um, probably have more confidence going into this year than I did last year. Well, that's good. Um, Consistency, you know, I, our goal is to go out there and try to win every race we can. We know for points we have to be consistent, but I do not even like thinking about points. About the time I started thinking about points last year is when we had our problems. But, that you know, we, we just try to go out there and run the best we can. Obviously, we try not to over-risk anything early in the week, knowing that we've got to last all night, or, you know, all the nights. But, right. Um, can and run the best we can and you know if, if we can keep the car together and in one piece and finish a bunch of races i feel you know i feel like we'll be right up there contending for the championship well if there's anybody that knows how to get it done it, it's you and that team i mean you guys have been so good the last three four years now at new smyrna so i feel like you guys have the advantage there's going to be a lot of good cars um We've had a, a number of entries come in, and we're going to start putting all that stuff out there. So you can kind of start sizing out the uh, competition now. But I think early on, at least you guys are the favorites, and uh, a great run at the Red Eye. It was good seeing a uh, hometown guy win the uh, first race of the year. So um, congratulations on that, and we wish you luck in Speed Weeks. Thanks a lot. I was glad to uh, keep the trophy at, you know, at a local, uh, bring it, you know, keep it local. So we're excited to be there, excited to get out get ready for speed weeks and a lot of hard work and a lot of fun but uh we're all you know the team's ready to go and we'll have the car ready and excited to be there all right well hey we're looking forward to it thanks for uh, taking some time to talk with me today and um good luck and we'll see you in a couple weeks awesome thank you all right brad take care all right so now that the red eye is in the books and uh, brad may is our first one of the year of course we're going to turn our attention to speed weeks uh We'll be talking Speed Weeks on this show for the next couple of weeks. Uh, not only New Smyrna Speed Weeks, but Daytona Speed Weeks as well. I mean, I like following Daytona Speed Weeks. I know you're probably not as into it, but... I like following Chase Elliott. You like following Chase Elliott. So we'll like hear when about... when he's walking away from me. Yes. So we'll hear about, from my side, some NASCAR Speed Weeks. We'll hear about Chase Elliott walking away during Or Speed Ryan weeks. Blaney. Or Ryan Blaney. Correct. So... Um, you know, we're going to be, it, it's, it's, 
That's the good thing about Florida. It's never really not racing season. I know. It's because we have speed weeks, both our speed weeks and Daytona speed weeks. Yep. And then we jump into Supercross, which is my expertise, yep. not yours. Yep. Like, so I'll let you take the lead on that the, portion of the podcast. Then we get the stuff that's made for farming and not for racing, but people choose to race on it. I'm just kidding. I love dirt racing, but um, yeah. That's well, all and, and that's that. that's what was nice. We finished up our season at New Smyrna with the Governor's Cup, and then I was lucky enough to be invited to Volusia to call a race over there in December. Auburn and then the holidays. It it honestly, I used to feel like the six weeks between Governor's Cup and Red Eye used to take forever, and now we didn't have six weeks. We had two. Yeah, something like that. There, it felt like there was no downtime. The week before Christmas and the week after Christmas. Yeah. And then we're right back into racing and. Um, you know, on this show, we're talking New Smyrna today, and we will Excuse be talking me. about New Smyrna a lot on this show because that's where we both are on Saturday nights. That's where we'll be during February. Um, but we're going to be... 46 if, weekends a year. Look, when we have off weekends, I, how many times did we rain out last year and we went somewhere else? Well, if we went to Auburndale, it rained out because that always happens. Right, right. <laughs> uh, we went to, how many si- new, how we many went to Citrus, to? Bubba's, Riverside, and Memphis. Yep. Devil's Bowl in Vermont. Volusia. Volusia. I said Bubba's already. Yeah. Went we to went to, hang on, wait, wait, wait. I have the list because we visited a lot of, ra- we were at a racetrack 63 weekends this year. There's only 52. Yeah. So you, or 63 you out, nights. Y'all figure out that math. So we're going to uh, be talking. I counted nine nights of speed weeks. So. Yeah. So we're going to be talking all kinds of things uh, on the show. A lot of where we were and, and, you know, we don't sit down and watch every single NASCAR race. We'll, we'll, we'll be talking about, you know, things that are happening there. And uh, we went to 12 yeah. tracks last year. That's pretty good and i went to a lot of tracks the first time which was super cool devil's bowl in vermont yeah riverside and memphis yeah or west memphis arkansas 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 Uh auburndale citrus bubba's volusia cordial because we did go to cordial we stopped there we stopped by atlanta as well they were it's on the list oh sorry carry on cordial atlanta daytona our first day yep new smyrna osw Yeah. And 417. Yeah. And hopefully showtime in two weeks. Hopefully. I really we'll, want to we'll go to the Sermon's race, but we'll see. On that. We'll be, we are going to be doing something every weekend racing related up until Speed Weeks for the most part. So we had a red eye this week. Next week, uh, I, I've i been uh, lucky enough to be invited to be part of the Bristol charity race over at Auburndale. So I'll be helping Rick Bristol over there uh, called. It's a two-night show. So they got qualifying and everything happening Saturday. And then they got... The main event, the Pro Truck Charity Race 114. So I'll be calling that. So we'll be talking a little Pro Truck Charity Race next week. Then after that, we have our New Smyrna Banquet. So we'll tell some fun stories from the banquet because I'm sure there's going to be some. And then... Uh, if it if it starts with, so Margo ended up in handcuffs, I am not That is not going to happen. I'm, I'm not going to allow it. Uh, but... The next what weekend, had happened was the next weekend is up in the air. We'll be at a racetrack. We just don't know which one yet. So we'll have to see. We'll either be talking um, sportsmen or we'll be talking mini stocks. One or the other. Hopefully it's mini stocks. And that means I'm supporting my team down. Yeah, well, at if I don't have time. to work that weekend at another track, we'll be supporting the, uh, the bond mini guys down at showtime. But either way, we're going to have plenty of things to talk about uh, leading right up to new Smyrna speed weeks which is going to be a crazy week. We'll probably 
be off for about a week and a half of the podcast there and do a whole recap. We'll, we'll talk dead. Daytona, which I always get excited for Daytona. The NASCAR season, yeah, it's, some of the races are hit or miss, but I get so excited for Daytona. I love sitting down on the couch after working 10 straight days of the racetrack and watching more race cars. You can watch me on TV. Yeah, I know. You're you trying to that? like go. I feel like you're going to get halfway through Speed Weeks and be like, I can't wait to sit down on my couch and watch the race with you. Oh, no, honey. I only have to work one night and it's the first Saturday night. Come, you still got to be there. Come the 16th, I am going. I'm going to go see some Chase Elliott and some Ryan Blaney and yes. <laughs> Well, look, I have. I look forward to. The I have race been to Daytona itself, a million so. and a half times. I have never had garage passes, and now I can get them. So, yes, I will definitely be at the August Daytona race on my birthday. If you, however, during Daytona, like five hundred in February, yeah. if you see Florida woman arrested for attacking Jeff Gordon, it's me. Like attack, attack. I mean, like or jumping him, jumping. Okay, that's what I figured. No, like. D- Yes. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, she's a big yes. time Jeff Gordon fan. I am. I love Jeff Gordon. I was a huge Jeff Gordon fan because I liked him as a race car driver. So there's that. That's why I'm a Jeff Gordon fan. Oh. I don't find him attractive. Oh. Uh, yes. Oh. He's my favorite. Have you seen my kid's room? It's freaking Jeff Gordon. He, he and my favorite. Patrick dude. Thomas. NASCAR hasn't been the same since uh, he retired. <laughs> but, but yeah, um, like I said, uh, this being the first episode, had to start it after Red Eye. Uh, big thanks to Brad May for uh, taking some time out of his night to give us that interview. Um, like I said, he is my Speed Week's favorite for the super late models. Uh, I really don't know who to expect for the pro late models. So far, there's uh, just a couple of those registered. And I don't know. The pro late models always seem... It'll probably be one of the RCS cars, in all honesty. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Tour Mods... That one's easy for me. I got to give that to Hirschman. I think Hirschman's going to be the champ this year. Big money. Big money, Matt. He did pre-register, so Matt Hirschman will be at Speed Weeks again. You know what's funny? He won the last three um, races of the season last year, but that's because Ryan Priest wasn't there every week. Oh, Ryan will be back this year. He's not He's not pre-entered. Oh, I know. I have him on Twitter. Yep. So he's going to be running when he doesn't have to be at Daytona, just like last year. So that'll be cool. The Modifieds look really good this year. I think the Modifieds are going to be great. And the Florida Modifieds, I'm giving it to Wayne Parker. And yes, congratulations, Wayne Parker did win the Modified race at Red Eye. For Mod Minis, I'm giving it to Brad Bland. I'm a little bit freaking biased, but hey, whatever. You think it'd be Stop those words. Don't let them come out of your mouth. Tyler Looked pretty quick. Yeah, cool. We were only two tenths off of him, and we didn't have tires on. Neither did he. It's all right. I mean, I, I honestly hope the Mod Minis get a good turnout. I like that division. I just me too, but I'm a little year, bit biased. We, we had them up around 12, 13 cars every week. It was uh, it was really good. We got to get back to that, but it might take some time. Let's see what else runs during speed. Oh, you said your money is on big money. Yep. I just gave my my championship predictions what for the about- big four divisions, but I don't know what to expect for <laughs> sportsmen either. Eric I don't even Goodell? know gonna, who's going to be there. What about Eric Goodell. I hope there's more than four cars. Eric Goodell. That's no. modified. That's not I know. I was trying to give my modified pick, but you just wanted to oh, keep talking. Oh, sorry. I'm yapping over here. Yeah. I'm saying Eric Goodell, but I know it's going to be big money, Matt. I would love for it to be Jimmy Blewett. Hey, he ran better than I expected last year, so. It's because of the equipment he was in. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sportsman. I have no idea. <laughs> Steve, Steve Barnes sorry. won't be there. I that was really much. big I just sneeze. I'm sorry. Today. He, you know, he told me he didn't have fun running Speed Weeks last year. 
It's because Speed Weeks isn't fun if you have to run more than two nights. No, that's no. See, that's the wrong attitude. I it's think it's great being hard. down in the trenches. It I know it's hard. hard. It's hard to... It, it's hard on the guy who's got to talk. It's, it's yeah. hard on the, the guy who's got to stand at the end of pit road. It's Your voice hurts. By the end of nine nights, his wallet hurts. Oh, yeah. It, if we don't... When we go to Speed Weeks, we ain't doing I'm it I'm sorry. Speed Weeks for sportsmen, if Patrick Thomas isn't there, which he probably won't be because he hates me. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm calling him out. My money's on Devin McLeod. That is a bad little machine that he had there. That was a nice there. car. Holy I crap. freaking love that car. It is so Robert nice. Todd can build some nice piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So. Gave somebody that we all know and love a run for his money. Uh-huh. <laughs> that certain somebody was not very happy after uh, Red Eye, even though two of his cars ended up in victory lane. He, just- he told me before the sportsman race that, that, that they were having issues with that car, so I don't know. I still love him. No, their sportsman is entered, so they'll be back. Anyways, I love that specific person, but Devin yeah, McLeod's I, car, God, that car is so nice and it, it so was. fast. And, and Devin could drive a shopping cart around a racetrack and still win. I haven't seen much of him race, but he was impressive this week, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I know he's going to turn that into a wheelman car and run wheelman or run whenever he can, but I was glad to have him. You know Saturday. who I would kind of love to see change their car over from an outlaw to a sportsman? Who? Alec and Daniel. Oh, Alec from Alec I, from man, Speed Fifty One and Daniel you know, Webster. It kind of makes me mad. Not to, not to. I, I love Alec and them, but it it kind of makes me mad that they bought a super late model and turned it into that thing, and they're not even gonna like when Alex like I'm buying a car. I'm like, oh good, he'll race some of the bigger races, and he turned it into an outlaw car. Uh, I I think uh, their goal was to run Pensacola and like Speed Fest and stuff like that. Yeah, but Which I get it. I get it. You but know. Daniel Webster is a lot like Devin McLeod. He could drive a shopping cart around a racetrack and win, and like George Gorham and Patrick Thomas, and well, I just really like sportsmen. Okay. Yeah, I like them too, and I really hope that that uh, and Daniel some things can get worked out. We can get those rules figured out a little better and uh, get more of them out. Webster's supposed to be driving the Outlaw this year, a modified this year, and his super late model. He's got a little jam-packed schedule. Yeah. If he don't make it to Speed Weeks, I'm not upset. Yeah, and he might not, but I'm sure we'll see him at least once or twice more this year. And we I have a lot just, of guys like that that, that come out of That car is super nice. I just want to take pictures of it. You know what I'm really excited for for Speed Weeks? The Florida Pro Trucks Challenge Series again. They uh, I look, I loved what they brought to uh, Speed Weeks last year when they had 26, 27, 28 <laughs> trucks, whatever it was. Two races that weekend, two cautions for, no, one caution for a solo spin. It was good racing. Uh, I liked the trucks. Uh, look, Donnie Burkhalter and his team, Krista, Donnie and his team, Krista and Jen, they worked their booties off. Yeah. Because that was the first year for that series. And it that could have been make or break for them. But Donnie did a great job organizing things. Krista did a good job helping him, uh, kind of being the spokesperson for the series. Uh, Donnie was too, but but Krista helped, uh, you know, be kind of the voice. Krista was kind of like and, the series manager. Yeah. If you had questions, you go to Krista. Right. Donnie. Where, where, you know, Donnie's still, he's a racer still. Yeah. So. He was like the paycheck behind it all. Right, but they, right. They worked their butts off to get that series where it is. And honestly, it's going to keep growing. I think so. As long as people have trucks, they're going to be racing them with Florida Pro Truck Challenge Series. Yeah. And that's all right. That's I love I'm, seeing my friends succeed. And that is exactly what Donnie Burkhalter is doing. And that, that's why I'm excited to go to, uh, go to Auburndale next weekend. There's... But uh, it's that's not a series race. Right, but there's a, a lot of series race. trucks. That, it, listen, that race is a charity race. The race is to help get the people there to help with the charity. Yeah. That is the main goal of the thing. 
But the fact that it's going to be a, a good race, so if you're a race fan, you're you know you're you're going to help out a charity, but you're getting a good race too. And, and I, I love these trucks. Now, yes, it's not a series race, but we'll get a good idea of you know who's got what, and uh, y- you know it's it's race cars, race trucks. So you know what but, series I love? What series do you love? And would love to see it in Newsburner Speedway. What's that? Yeah, I'm going to bring this Wheelman. up. Wheelman, go ahead, bring it up. Wheelman, twenty five, twenty three sportsmen. 50, 75 laps, yeah. 15 of which were fighting to be at New Smyrna? Yeah. Why not listen? Yeah. I, I hope That's that, all I got to say about that. I don't know that things are going to change with the sportsman rules uh, this year, but if uh, if they don't, I think it'll be a wake-up call for next year. Let's just put it that way. It is what it is. Uh, whatever, whatever ends up happening, I'll be happy with, you know, what we have and... Hopefully we don't have another three car race like we had Saturday because it was not uh, it's not what people want to see. But uh, I'm sorry. It also, is the off season, so this is just my humble opinion. And as a fan and a fan alone, it's a little bit controversial. Sorry, not sorry. If I had 15 people telling me if I changed my rules to this, I would run their track. I'd freaking do it in a heartbeat. Yep. I mean, and that's all I have to say about at this that. point. Last year, I think we ended the sportsman season with maybe six or seven cars on a regular basis which isn't very good. A lot of them converted to Wheelman, and they didn't want to put in the extra effort to convert back over. We had one race that you and I sat there and promoted for double payout, and we had 19 cars on the premises if we would have had one more, who, by the way, got kicked out over or left because of some BS. We would have had 20 cars. They would have yeah. had double payout. 12 of those drivers were looking around going, hey, if they would change their rules to be Wheelman rules, we would run this track weekly. Right. Or if, at least when Wheelman wasn't running. If I was in the position where I could change the track rules to do that, I'd have done it in a freaking heartbeat. Yeah. Like uh, the Florida racing scene has done a good job getting the the late models all under the same rules. I, I, I don't see why it wouldn't be a good thing. And, you know, I know. And Russ, if it's, if it's, and I'm not saying this to cause anything. No, this is not, it is, this is not to cause drama. This is just, we're talking. If it here. is quote unquote, this person is hard to work with, blah, blah, blah. This person's hard to work with. I'm sorry. I would work with Hitler if he was bringing me 25 cars. Hey, if we want, we, if we want racing to be good and fans to come back, we got to put race cars on that racetrack. We, but, I can be as entertaining. We could have a circus in between the races, but. Race fans want to see race cars. That's what it all boils down to. Yep. So. And I am nothing more than a race fan. Yes, I work on a team, but guess what? I don't work on a sportsman team. I fight hard and sometimes, you know, can be a bit controversial because I want to see, first and foremost, the track that I work at succeed. And I want to see all of Florida racing grow, whether it's the Sprint Car Series, Pro Truck Series, Wheelman Series. VTech, Vortech, my mini series, it don't matter. Shoot, I would love I to see, see racing healthy. That's I would all. love to see the good old days of like Robbie Yocum, Robert Yoho, right? all those guys, Robbie Cooper, all those guys running mini stocks. I would love to have to spot for Brad against 27 other cars. Actually, I would hate that. You would stress the hell out, but you didn't, you'd be like, damn, that's going to be great. Exactly. If we finish second, then we finish second Get against 23 of the best. And that pumps you up. It pumps your driver up. We just got to find a way to get more drivers on that racetrack. And uh, it's not going to solve everything. And it's not going to happen in one day. But that's got to be the focus. Rome wasn't built in a day. So. It was taken down in a day, though. Yeah. and There's uh, some perspective for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, <laughs> wrong show there. Um, yeah, know, with that said, thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Racing with Ryan. Uh, we're going to have a lot of great racing things to talk about on this show. Um 
great red eye, great way to start the 2020 racing season. It was such a good race. It was such a it long was. night, but oh my God, it was such a good oh, night. I, you know what? It felt so, it felt so good. to everybody at that damn racetrack for fighting through the weather, getting all the practice in, getting all the qualifying, and getting all eight features with some incidents all done before 1130. We were only 10 minutes, but we, New Smyrna Speedway was only 10 minutes behind schedule. Yep. Here's my round they, of applause. For all the bad crap that people want to say, this and that and that, at least they ran a good show. And they didn't cut the payout because they only had so many cards. They car- didn't oh, cut sorry. the payout. <laughs> they didn't cut anybody's practice time. We could have said, you know what? We're here to race. Y'all are qualifying. You're going to race. Nope. Rusty sat down with Ralph and said, I want everybody to have their qualifying time. We might start at 8, 830, but so be it. You know, because we had a lot of people travel for this I was race. up there during intermission and Ralph was like, oh crap, we still have four more races. Let's go get these guys. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. And he, you know. And I was like, thank you God, because yeah. we were the second Ralph, race Ralph after intermission. Goes, what do we have for intermission? I'm like, nothing, thankfully, because we're probably literally going to take like a five minute stretch break. And he was like, I don't think there's much of a line at the concession stand. I'm like, you know what? I got to run down there anyways. Let me go see what the line is. There's maybe like 10 people in it line. It was... It was the intermission was literally long enough for me to run my headset up top, put it next to Tom like I always do. Yeah. Run back down, watch half the sportsman race, and then run right back up to spot. Yeah. It was long enough for me to run down, go to the bathroom, come back up, get ready, catch my breath, and go racing. And me Which, running up to the spotter stand isn't something that happens like that. As, like it's as a racetrack, it's a you got it. Part of your strategy is to have that intermission, that fifteen twenty minutes for people well, to go buy stuff. And for you, know. you it's like you're lunch break sometimes it is it is my break i at least take five minutes and eat my sub and take a bathroom bathroom. break everybody just a few minutes to decompress but with the super lates being so far down on the schedule it was chilly for for us floridians it wasn't freezing but i could tell the crowd was already getting restless they wanted to see the damn super you were in the tower that was nice and warm i was on the spotter stand it was windy and blustery but anyways that little jimmy zacharias hoodie i had didn't do sheep yeah that's why Tom came to us. I like almost a like I almost went over to Tom and like, hey, can I borrow one, Give me of, those one of your layers? layers? Give me one of those layers. <laughs> I know our clothes fit. So, but yeah. Anyways, make sure you guys tune in. Um, Excuse me. We're gonna try to do this every other week or every ten days or so, just kind of when we can find time. Talk racing. Uh, of course, we have other our other show that we'll be doing too. So, uh, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. We're gonna have all kinds of fun stories, all kinds of fun. Uh, views from around the racing world, from everything from Florida racing to big short track races from around the country to NASCAR to Supercross to, I don't know, a crash if we choose to go to that. Who knows? She just gave me a look. Uh, but yeah, we're going to talk everything and anything racing. And uh, yeah, so make sure you all tune in and subscribe to this podcast. It'll be up on Apple Podcasts and all that good stuff so you won't have to miss an episode. With that said, see you all at the races. Bye.